Hello, my fellow fanatical elves. Welcome to the Cleveland Oracle Speaks. I am the Village Elliot. I'm going to tell you about the past, present, and future of the Cleveland Browns, and especially where the Cleveland Browns will play football in the very near future. If you haven't heard, there's been a very big news blurb that the Cleveland Browns are in the process of purchasing 160 acres of land in Brook Park, Ohio, right next to the airport. Hmm. I wonder what they're doing that for. Using my clairvoyant powers, I suspect that they're considering building a stadium in Brook Park, Ohio, rather than the lakefront in Cleveland. Let's think about that. First, I'm going to turn down the music though a little bit and thank you again to uh, Freesound for providing the music for our show. It's done absolutely free by voluntary con uh, contribution only, which I'm happy to do. And let me adjust the sound for voice only, if you'll give me just a second and bear with me. And let's see, audio, echo cancellation, reduce background noise. Okay, I probably sound better now, hopefully. And, um, yeah, so there's 160 acres in Brook Park. That's the number we've been given. We don't know the exact location, although there have been some speculative uh, illustrations on the in the Twitter traffic. I don't know if those are accurate or not, but nevertheless, I will reproduce those uh, for you. And uh, we'll just see if that's right or not uh, in the future. But for now, we're going to go with that as the best available information and not necessarily the most accurate information but at least there, there is some amount of land that's being purchased we think it's not a done deal but close to a done deal and i will read the announcement from the haslams all right and so here is the announcement which should be appearing on your screen for those who have video from YouTube and other platforms and on the right is a statement from spokesperson Peter John Baptiste and that really kind of made me laugh it didn't come from D and Jimmy no not from general manager Andrew Barry but from spokesperson Peter John Baptiste all right it's We've been clear on how complex future stadium planning can be. One certainty is our commitment to greatly improving our fan experience while also creating a transformative and lasting impact to benefit all of Northeast Ohio. That's very important. This could very easily have been an announcement that we're moving the team to London, England or something terrible like that. So that was always in the back of my mind that uh, people take for granted that the Browns have to stay in Cleveland. That shouldn't be taken for granted with all the investment groups that are out there trying to steal NFL franchises. And I do mean the word steal for London, England, for Berlin, for many other cities around the world and around the United States. Uh, don't say it could never happen again. That's really retarded. The Browns lease is ending in 2028. That'll be here before you know it. Anyway, let me go back to the uh, press release. 
Um, okay, many large-scale events to our region, et cetera, et cetera. We're looking at every possibility. We appreciate the collaborative process. <clears throat> oh, try not to gag with the city of Cleveland and the leadership of Mayor Bibb in understanding the land bridge and renovating the current stadium. Will you please fork over some dough, Cleveland? That's what that means. At the same time, as part of our comprehensive planning efforts, we are also studying other potential stadium options in Northeast Ohio at various additional sites. You ain't the only uh, dance partner in town, City of Cleveland. There is still plenty of work to do and diligence to process before a long-term stadium solution is determined, and we'll share further updates at the appropriate time. Hello. Uh, yeah, that just kind of made me laugh. That's pretty cold. We didn't even have a announced, you know, no press conference from D and Jimmy, not even Andrew Barry. We just used a spokesperson. Uh, <clears throat> we didn't think you were important, uh, you politicians. Uh, we'll let you know. Um, we're in charge here. That's basically what this says. And uh, I applaud that. Uh, Cleveland politicians really contributed to the problem that we had in 1995. Um, it wasn't all Art Modell's greed, although that was certainly the major portion of the problem, but the city of Cleveland didn't do anything to keep the Browns in Cleveland um, before that reached disastrous proportions. All right, now the sum of the Twitter traffic is just absolutely off the wall on this issue. This is not the same as moving the team to Baltimore. Hello, Brook Park is not some foreign country. It is in Cuyahoga County, okay? Um, Brook Park, that's our people. It is a heavily automotive community with great people, and I went to school with those people. I live in Berea. A lot of the uh, people in Brook Park went to school at Berea High School. It's now called um, uh, Berea Mid Park High School. And there's no such thing as Mid Park, but it means Middleburg Heights and Brook Park. That's our people, man. Uh, so what this means is that the Cleveland politicians are not just going to dictate terms to the Haslam's. And, uh, the, you know, they're you know, I'm not sure what all the tax money has been spent on, you know, renovating this stadium or that stadium in smaller communities around Ohio. But uh, there was money that was appropriated um, uh, for the purpose of renovating stadiums back in, you know, when the, when this reached the crisis proportions of 1995. And uh, this was supposed to be uh, saved up and used to help the Browns over the 30 year period. And it was supposed to be ready to go. I don't know that it is. Uh, now they're saying, oh, well, we already spent the money. Uh, sorry, we may not have any. Um, th this shouldn't be a problem. And uh, I think that the politicians at the city, county and Ohio uh, level have been dragging their feet and they need to get on the stick. So, uh, these people need to learn some manners, uh, not treat the Haslam's like they uh, treated Modell. They need to negotiate in good faith, keep this team in Northeast Ohio, whatever it takes. And so this is a really good move by uh, Dee and Jimmy. It will, Brook Park 
is a really good location. It's not London, England. It's not San Antonio, Texas. So we're going to keep the team in Ohio. It's a very positive move, a way to keep the team in Northeast Ohio and not move it to some other crazy location. All right. So everybody shut up who thinks that, that Brook Park and Baltimore are the same thing. They are not. Okay, and again, this is a commitment to us, to Greater Cleveland. It is not abandoning Greater Cleveland. Brook Park is Greater Cleveland. And uh, we all, every, every NFL city, every NFL city, except for maybe like Dallas or New York or, or whatever. I mean, even Los Angeles has had teams stolen out of Los Angeles over the years. You know, the Rams moved to St. Louis, then they moved back, and then the, the Chargers uh, moved back and forth. So did the Raiders. The, they were the Los Angeles Raiders for a while, then they moved back to Oakland. Now they're in Las Vegas. There is always a threat that these teams are going to move, and uh, I don't like it one little tiny bit. Everybody needs to protect themselves from the threat of moving franchises. Franchise movement is a bad bad thing and the Haslam's are doing their best to keep the team in greater Cleveland despite the worst efforts of politicians who haven't got a deal done at this point um, the Brook Park card by the way does not mean that there's definitely going to be a stadium in Brook Park but it does show that they're trying to do their best to keep the team if not in Cleveland then in Brook Park which is part of Cuyahoga County we've got no problem with it City of Cleveland is certainly going to get an opportunity to respond with a better deal than whatever is being concocted in Brook Park. But I think we also have to ask ourselves, you know, after we calm down a little bit, uh, peel ourselves off the ceiling, how great of a location is the lakefront really? If we just step back and think about it, is that where you want to go to go shopping? You're going to go to the lakefront and go shopping at the lakefront to buy, I don't know what, a new suit of clothes or buy a washing machine or whatever it is, uh, is that where you want to go uh, to a rock concert? You know, certainly the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there. I'm not sure that that was the best location, but we decided to put it there. That's where it is. Um, I certainly in the summer, it's a great idea. Is that where you want to go in the winter uh, to an outdoor stadium event uh, at the stadium in the wintertime? I'm not sure. Uh, do you want to go out to dinner there? Maybe what in the, you know, in the summertime. Yeah, maybe. What about the wintertime? So let's compare those uh, sites. What's going to go up there along with the stadium, not just lash out and say, this is a bad idea. We always want to keep the stadium in the same place. We don't want to move. We don't want to do anything. We want to have everything exactly the same. Well, let's, you know, there's going to be some, uh, everything has to be at the major league level at the NFL level, you can't have a minor league operation in uh, Cleveland if it's not making uh, progress at the same level as, say, Cincinnati or Pittsburgh. Everything has to be at least as good, if not better. In fact, let me just restate that. We need to be better than Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Baltimore. And if those cities are passing us by, then something is wrong with us. 
and uh, we need to keep pace. And whatever it takes in order to do that is what we ought to be doing. Hello. All right, let me pause now, uh, turn to the Cleveland Browns charities. This is right off of the Cleveland Browns website. And I mentioned this a million times that nobody really pays much attention until there's a uh, crisis in our land in, in the United States of America. And then they look to the NFL to say, hey, we need some help. We have a problem with uh, uh, ethnic diversity and uh, social strife and sports is so influential in keeping us together. What can we do, NFL? And, you know, most of the teams say, gee, we're not doing anything. Uh, hmm, what do we do? Well, the Browns have always been involved in that. Um, you know, we, of course, have a, a very large uh, um, underdeveloped community in Cuyahoga County, or I should say communities, more than one. And uh, the Browns have always worked with those communities and tried to promote development uh, Jim Brown was uh, a, a major influence uh, throughout his career. You know, he was just one guy, and he didn't make that much money, even though he was a Hollywood movie star. But the Browns have really gotten behind the community organizations, and uh, there's their mission statement in the upper right-hand corner. For those of you who have video, Browns stand in solidarity with our country who are making the uh, commitment, effort, and sacrifice necessary to demand and work towards positive change for the Black community and in particular. The following are the areas where the organization will work to become an instrument for change, education, police reform and accountability, economic advancement, community support, nonpartisan voter registration, education, and turnout. And uh, the Browns have a year-round commitment to social justice. The team and its leadership engage the community through various events and partnerships. You can get involved in these things. It's on the Browns website. A lot of organizations, you may not agree with all of them. In fact, I'm sure that I don't. But there are a few that I do uh, like and that I get behind, that contribute money, uh, do stuff uh, for. And um, it's, it's a good thing. You can work with people work with the players and other fans and it's a good it's a good time and it also does things that help the community in a real way so let me just say that and i'm going to pause for a few seconds on many of the platforms that carry this show and on other platforms there'll be uh, commercials which help to fund us and keep us on the airwaves and our internet waves i guess i should say and um, uh, so it'll be a few minutes for those people and others, it'll be just a few seconds, and I'll take time to pause now for a commercial break. And we are back. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to the fans that support us. Without you, of course, this would not be possible. And so where exactly is this? And uh, I'm not sure that I know for sure. There have been some things that are posted on uh, Twitter, and I don't know what the ultimate source of the information is. Um, but um, you can see from the illustration on the right, which is Twitter, and thank you, at MaddieB71 for posting, I, You know, assuming this is right. It looks like it's right up against Cleveland Airport. I've got a few comments about that. One is if it is right up against the airport, it doesn't make sense to me that this would be an open air stadium. You'd have uh, planes go by every 15 minutes 
And if you'll remember when the uh, New York Jets, I think it was, used to play, I think it was in Shea Stadium, if I'm not mistaken, and the broadcasts were terrible. They'd have Jets go by every so often, and you couldn't hear anything, drown out even the announcers. I was made for awful football for the fans and even those watching on TV. Um, and they eventually decided to solve the problem by moving to New Jersey. So that's kind of, you know, the opposite. If we're going to move to the airport, open air stadium doesn't make sense to me. Forget about retractable roof even. You're just not going to do it. You're not going to have planes flying over your stadium and making all this noise. No, I think that this has to be a domed stadium. If you're going to be so close to the airport, it will be a dome for sure. There is no other option. Now, it does not mean that you cannot play on natural grass. Uh, this should be a no-brainer. In fact, uh, you know, many people have known this. Anybody that uh, took freshman uh, biology knew that plants need ultraviolet light in order to grow, and you just can't shine, uh, you know, at that time, incandescent light bulbs on grass and make it grow. You need to have ultraviolet light. Well, they have that technology now. There are lights that uh, have proper growth spectrums. Also, by the way, just trivia for you, you need ultraviolet, but you also need infrared, and that will make grass grow indoors. You can do it. No problem. We can have natural grass if you want. Um, you know, some some stadium designers are too blockheaded to figure it out, and they actually take the grass grass on portable platforms, move it outside the stadium, water it and stuff, and then they move it back in. You don't have to do that. You can just get lights that are ultraviolet, leave it in the stadium. You can grow it. It can be done. Um, I think that's probably the combination that would, in my opinion, be the most interesting is natural grass, but have a roof. I think that would play well. And you could have rock concerts there too in the wintertime. That makes much more sense than rock concerts outdoors in February and, you know, you know, in rain and stuff. It, that just doesn't make sense to me. I think you want to have that indoors, you know, control the sound and all that kind of stuff. That makes more sense to me. Um, you can make a lot more money. This is all about making money, right? The Haslam's are business people. I think they're pretty smart. Now, how do you get there? Well, the rapid goes all the way to the airport, the rapid transit, which is the... Cleveland uh, subway, basically, although a lot of it is above ground, goes straight downtown. It also connects, by the way, uh, to the current stadium. And uh, so the uh, airport rapid transit is just as accessible, if not more so. And you can go from the east side all the way to the airport, no problem. Uh, I think it'd be very easily done. And then also is very interesting about this arrangement is that if you need to have lots of hotels and stuff for the games, well, it won't go um, empty the rest of the year because you're next to the airport and the airport traffic is going to benefit from those hotels too. So there is a really good reason to have um, nice hotels if you're by the airport. That just really makes a lot of sense. You can put an entertainment complex uh, in Brook Park and once again, the ability to uh, be right next to Interstate 71 and to have uh, rapid transit access just makes a lot of sense. Um, you, you, you have a lot of ways that you can make money by putting 
um, entertainment and hotel facilities next to the Cleveland Browns hypothetical new stadium. And the land is not going to be as expensive as the downtown Cleveland land. So I think this, this arrangement has a certain amount of appeal to it. Um, so I think, I think this could, this could come together. It's a possibility. It's not the only possibility. Uh, downtown Cleveland needs to come up with a proposal to beat it. All right. So in conclusion, and by the way, thank you, uh, at T Withers AP for their tweet and the nice picture of, uh, the current stadium that um, shows uh, the full crowd ready for football. But I think it's a good investment for the Haslam's. It's a brilliant idea. This has got definitely the mark of uh, D Haslam. She's been really sharp at coming up with um, business ventures. I really respect her. They've shown a commitment to Northeast Ohio to keep the team here. Okay, this is a way that they can keep the team in Northeast Ohio. This is not abandoning Cleveland. So let's get that straight right from the get-go. It is worth the investment just to force the Cleveland politicians to learn some manners. They have been difficult to deal with. They have not gotten a stadium deal in uh, it's not done as of 2024 and the lease is coming to an end in 2028 this needs to be worked out and you're not just going to push around uh, the owners of the cleveland browns they have all kinds of plans for how they want to develop the area around the stadium to benefit the uh, the uh, entire city really and, and uh, they need to act on it. And uh, right now there's no uh, finality. They're not closing on the deal. So they need. it's very urgent that they need to act if they want to keep the Browns in greater Cleveland. And I, I said great Cleveland. That's not a bad thing. Great Cleveland sounds pretty good. Good type of, on my part. But uh, we need to keep pace with what Cleveland and Cincinnati are doing. And can't just ignore it and just say, ah, oh, we don't care. We're just, the Browns are never going to move. Just leave them alone. Forget about it. That's the same stupid mistake that Cleveland politicians made in 1995. And it got so bad that Art Modell uh, decided that he wasn't going to take anymore. And he decided to throw a temper tantrum and move the team to Baltimore, which was just the, the worst possible mistake that he could you know, he ruined his life, basically. He ruined our lives, too. But uh, he, he, you know, nothing really good came of it. It was just a bad situation for everybody. Uh, if people in Baltimore are happy because they stole a team just as their team was stolen from them and moved to Indianapolis, I hope they're happy with it. But... Um, I think it will never take the place of the Baltimore Colts. It's just never going to be the same. Um, I think that, uh, you know, and by the way, the threat 
from other cities around the United States and around the world in, in England and Germany is very, very real. There is a threat that uh, franchise movement has not stopped. Don't think that, oh, well, now that Oakland has moved to Las Vegas, there will never be another franchise in the NFL moved ever again. That is so naive. It is a perpetual threat that owners are going to take the teams away and move them to another city. And the Haslam's have shown a commitment to you, to you, Dog Pound, to you, Fanatical Elves, that they are trying to keep the team in Northeast Ohio. And our politicians need to get their act together and make sure that that happens. Now, uh, if Cleveland won't play ball, that the city of Cleveland can't get a competitive offer for whatever reason, Brook Park would be, in my opinion, a very competitive location if Cleveland doesn't work out. So I think that's just an awesome opportunity, and uh, we'll just see how it works. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm very excited. I think it's a very positive uh, development. And um, I don't know how it's going to work out ultimately, but uh, it's, uh, it can only be a positive option. Uh, if the other options you're going to give me are move the team to London or uh, have an inferior deal with uh, Cleveland on the table, uh, that's those are not good options. And we have to make sure that there's something better that's available that will cause, uh, if nothing else, the city of Cleveland to put forward its best offer. And I've never felt comfortable that that was going to happen until now. I think that now that Brook Park is part of the equation, now that there's competition, true competition, I think we'll see the city of Cleveland straighten up, fly right, and put together its best possible offer, and hopefully a deal will get done. We'll see. All right. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk again very soon. Take care. Have a great time, and uh, I think the Fanatical Elves will get something together on Super Bowl Sunday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again at that time. God bless.